I love Hannah Waddingham. I know, but it's it's one of those things where it's like everyone's like, I love Hannah Waddingham. And no one says why they love Hannah. Oh, Waddingham. I think I love her because she's, she's everywhere. super tall and she's got that blondy blonde hair. Honestly, you're giving off Hitler vibes. You're like, these, <laughs> these are the things. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 511 of the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy, and we're committed to educating you on things entertained but do not matter. To find out more about these honorific pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be awarding the best of the half year. But before we do that, you guys, it's officially summer. And this is the summer of 10 years of the podcast. There are lots of ways to celebrate our 10th birthday. First, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter. We're starting this week. We are taking you back through the chaos that was 2013-2014 in the life of the podcast. We're doing fun giveaways all summer long. Second, you can snag some 10 years of the podcast merch. We have a t-shirt. We have an embroidered sweatshirt. We have an enamel pin pack. These are available for pre-order through July 7th. And you can also just come see us in Austin, Texas on September 2nd or in Atlanta, Georgia on September 30th. If you can't make it in person, snag our live stream option for the Austin show. For merch, live show tickets, or live stream tickets, head to knoxandjamie.com slash live or click the link in the show notes. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, Jamie, it's time to talk the best of the half year so far. This has been <laughs> an episode three, four, five, maybe years in the making. God, it's say? been on the way. I would say this had been on the whiteboard as long as boats and pop culture. And we've actually done boats and pop culture. That's right. It was just, you know, watching The Office during the pandemic like everybody else did. And you see the Dundies. Yeah. And it's like, just talk about stuff that's happened this year and slap ease on it. And like, that's content. Like, it's just, it feels like a, like a no brainer. So I'm glad that we're finally doing it. Yeah. If Greg year. Daniels can do it. Why can't we do it? Exactly right. Exactly right. So um, we've got some superlatives we're going to uh, work through here at the front of the episode. And then we're very excited 
to uh, get to the People's Choice Awards because we did, you know, we wanted a democratic uh, element. I do feel like we fashion ourselves as um, podcasting dictators, but we do like to hear from the people from time to time. So we'll do that in the second half uh, of the episode. Um, So before we get there, do you want to just like kick us off and go ahead and talk about maybe who you think won the half year? Okay, so the podcasty of who won the half year so far in 2023, the half year of our Lord 2023 belongs to Daddy Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Hello, my lover. Listen, think about all the ways that we have embraced him. He, the Last of Us star, he stars a Joel. It was revealed this month by Craig Mazin that Matthew McConaughey was going to play that role. And you mm-hmm. know what our reply was? No. They made the right choice. We love mm, them. Okay. But Don't? did they, like, I'm not, I'm not saying they no, did, no. but I'm saying it's worth a conversation. It maybe you know? is, but not right now. Okay. Then he went viral as a meme eating a tiny sandwich. That's not logical, but guess what now? Hot men eat tiny sandwiches. That's mm-hmm. what we're on board with. He finally revealed he's not in the Mandalorian suit, which was disappointing because I had really been rooting that he was in that suit the whole time, but he did. Okay. Rooting is curious language. I think you'd been believing in the tooth fairy level fallacy <laughs> that he is on set Behind a mask, not faceless or not I, faceable. I for just the wanted whole to think of, of him show. as like a hard worker, and yeah. then he was there. And I love that Kieran Culkin is who called him out sitting yeah. at a table, and we're like, "Are you even in that suit?" <laughs> Listen, Kieran Culkin doing interviews with other actors, he debauches their entire life. Him and yeah. guys, if you want to watch a train wreck, him and Claire Danes doing the variety actor on actor. He humiliates her 17 times just for the way she talks and the words she uses. It's excellent. But listen, even though he was not in the suit, we were like, you know what? The voice is the best part. We don't even care about the body. Like, we don't Mm. care. The Mandalorian's all up in his mouth. That's Mm -hmm. what matters. Mm -hmm. Okay. He was named one of Times 100 Most Influential People next to Beyonce and Lionel Messi. And guess what? We were mad he wasn't higher on the list. We were like, why are country leaders higher than him on the list? This doesn't feel feel better. He also gifted us with Saba Saba Sama Sama. Sounds like Spanish Tama. And look, we were like, he's a comedic genius. Why Should he star in everything comedy? And then finally, this man wore shorts to the Met Gala. And we were like, he made it work. He made Mm. it work. So congratulations to Daddy Pedro Pascal, who won my podcast for the half year. As a longtime shorts truther and enthusiast out there, I was so happy to see Pedro Pascal repping, repping for the city. He did look. His knees me. were sexy. I will give him that. His knees were sexy. And he wasn't Men's wearing them with sexy. a pair of flip-flops. So kudos to that. No flip-flops. Proud of him. It's a great combo. My only concern here, if I if I were to concern troll for a second, oh, no. I would say, you know, if I, if I spun zone this a little bit, I'd be like, is Pedro Pascal too hot? Is it too much right now? Are we are we set up for a fall now because of all the success? Well, I did see the trailer for the new movie he's in, the Margaret uh-huh. Qualley, uh, Ethan, Ethan Cohen. Is it Ethan that's doing it? Yes, that? that's right. The singular Cohen. The Co- what's the singular of Cohen? There's Cohen? Just Cohen, probably. Cohen? 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 Going the wrong way. So no. the Cohen that is written, written this like road trip movie, which by the way, I love the trailer because Margaret Qualley is a, a really chaotic southerner. Yeah. She's on a road trip to Tallahassee, and her name is Jamie. I am on board with that. Like, that felt very – but suddenly, we Pedro Pascal makes an appearance in the trailer, and I was like oh, – but it's just like a little snapshot. He is not the lead, which I do think is smart. Don't always be the lead. Sometimes be, yeah. you know, be a character Be on the actor. periphery. Yeah. I've never met anybody in the South who's like, I'm going to Tallahassee. I've I've met people who are like I'm passing through Tallahassee. Um, I will see Tallahassee, people, or there's a football game who, in Tallahassee. But like people who work uh, at the legislature, or never people met who go Don't to know FSU. That they're real. Don't know that you they think FSU is not real as a college. I'm just saying, I'm just asking questions and doing my research That's is, is how I'm answering that. <laughs> I, I do 
would like I'd like to maybe just visit a world where Matthew McConaughey is in Last of Us and he's monologuing to to mushroom zombies. I feel like that could be that could I know, be nice. But it, you I know? think the sexual tension between him and Bella would have been more. See, like with Pedro, it was very like just big brother energy. But I yes. feel like he makes everyone around him a sexual target. Yeah, and he does. it's it's, it's true. accidental. It's not even like he does it intentionally. He's just like I'm this hot, and this is the way I talk. I'm like, is he about to have sex with that Lincoln Navigator? I do not know about this commercial. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I definitely someone's ar- someone is aroused in that Lincoln car. I do know that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Okay, yeah. that's a really good one. That's a really good one, Pedro Pascal. Uh, I'm going to go thematic on my podcasty for who won the half year of Survivors, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm thinking specifically of Damar Hamlin and Jeremy Renner, two heroes of our time who have uh, overcome adversity and tragedy on our TV screens um, to, to show us what endurance and the passion of the human spirit looks like. We have Survivor Season 44. I didn't like who won. It was a great season of television. Okay. That's a good Survivor. Tom from Succession. That's a survivor who did pretty he, well for himself, he did, you he know? Did great. Congratulations. I think my gambling career, I started January 1st with 0.51 <laughs> cents in my account. Thanks to Jalen Hurts and I being able to hold on to a football and fumbling it in the Super Bowl and giving it to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's so pretty. He's, He's so very pretty. pretty. Very positive. And I love him. I love his energy, but I hate him for losing me all that money. And you know what, Jamie? I've survived and I'm, I've thrived. I'm back into triple digits. Okay? That's a survivor right there. And then lastly, the most noble, the most impressive of all, uh, the real survivors in all this, it's the Nepo babies. You know, people well, came for their necks. T- they came They're for their still thriving. Necks. You yeah, know what? And Haley Bieber put on that Nepo baby shirt and she was like, F all y'all. That's I'm, right. I'm a survivor. I, I may not be in a healthy marriage, but I'm really rich. So She's it's She's like, fine. I have no discernible skill, talent, or asset, but I'm still going to have more money than any of you will ever see or sniff in your life. And that's, that's right. true. That's true. Thing. That's really good. Okay. So I like that. So congratulations. That's a night. I like a theme. I So now we're going to move into who lost, who gets the podcasty for losing the half year. And I'm going to push back on your survivor theme and Uh-oh. say the people who lost were people who ignored red flags. Let's okay. start with the top of your list. Damar Hamlin, listen, he ignored red flags by literally playing professional football. Wow. And FYI, if you don't know, the NFL does not care about your physical well-being unless you die and come back to life on the field while yeah. being televised playing for the Buffalo Bills. Okay? So that's- okay. It's it's a brave, bold, strong take to blame DeMar Hamlin. Exactly. And to say no bad job don't by play, you. Don't play professional football. Also, yep. Jeremy Renner ignored red flags and thought, should an actor own a snowplow? No, it should not. No, he should not. Especially not an actor who I would say is not that talented. Like, wow. Was talented I don't know. in the okay. heart locker, but has gone downhill from here. First like, of all, you act like the uh, what's the the town? You act like the town doesn't exist, and that's faulty and stupid on your behalf. What's Secondly, the name of the town? What town doesn't exist? Go ahead, real quick. What is it? The town. The, the movie. Yeah, the movie. It's no. just called the town. That's a, that's the name Stop of the, he's credited it as no. Jim. I think he won an Academy Award for that, he did or he was not. nominated. <laughs> he, he did <laughs> don't fact check that. Just assume it's true. Um, I I think, but he wasn't. I think. I don't even know if he owned the snowplow. He was just saving his nephew's life. Uh, okay. What an honorable I, guy. Ignore, That's a I'm hawk not, guy listen, move, I'm not going to get know? on a John Deere tractor and be like, I was going to save you, but I couldn't drive this tractor. I'm not going to I'm not gonna break 30 bones for you. Are you kidding? 
No. Do your does your does your niece listen to the show? Oh yeah, they all listen. They know I wouldn't go. They would. They know I wouldn't break thirty bones for them. There's no. I just way. want them to. I just want them to know. I just yeah. want them to hear. Aaron, that moment, Caitlin, right? Ashlyn will not break thirty bones for you. Just know yeah. it's true. Colin, you either. Zach, Sorry. no. Carter, no. It's good to be um, on the record about some things. You listen. Know. Also, who ignored red flags? Twitter. Twitter ignored red flags that maybe they shouldn't sell to Elon Musk. Because mm-hmm. he's not smart or pretty, just rich. Listen, you got to have two of those. You got to have two of them. And he's not, you got to either be rich and pretty or rich and smart or smart and pretty. But when you're only one, when you're only rich, that is not enough of a resume to run a social media platform. So yeah, but he's going to be in a cage fat uh, cage match with the guy who owns Facebook. Isn't that cool? Listen, don't get That's me started on my red light. We'll jump ahead. Okay. <laughs> also, Swifties, Swifties, you're ignoring the red flags that Taylor may not care about Ticketmaster's fees mm. or a person's racism, anti-Semitism, or sexism. Hi, she's the problem. It's her. Okay? Okay? Notice that she said, hey, guys, don't be mean to John Mayer when my my album comes out. Well, then why'd you write a song? Because she was like, nobody care. I don't care about what happened to me 14 years ago. Albeit, I did write a song about that same guy again just two years ago at the Grammys because I saw yeah. him perform and it made me so mad that I wrote would have, could have, should have. And I still talk about what a garbage person he is. But guys, we only are mean to people when I tell you to be mean to them. You know, like Kanye and Kim mm-hmm. and Scooter. Mm-hmm. Right. And then yeah. finally, I just want to say aliens lost the half year because they ignored the red flags that Earth is not in great shape and yeah. you should not come here. Like, we are not at our best. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe they're soft launching. Maybe they're just like, they're here, but they're like, oof, I don't know. We'll just see how it plays out. We'll just see how like this goes. It. I don't like it. I don't like when I watch those videos from the space station and they're like, here's this blinking thing and then it just disappears into the atmosphere. What is that? What was that? I don't nope. like it. I don't no, like it. No, thank you. No, okay. thank you. So again, don't be a person, although you can win a podcasty. don't yeah. ignore red flags. Demar, stop playing football. Become Demar. something else. My uh, podcasty for who lost the half year, I'm, I'm going to say Kendall Roy and Jeremy Strong. I'm going to say oh, they, they win yeah. the podcasty for who lost the half year because, you know, obviously it ended for Kendall Roy how it ended. Um, but I think just the, I don't know, the unification of part, actor, and execution and how it owned like the 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 monoculture for a few months there it, it's never going to happen like that again jeremy right. strong's never going to get that i looked at his upcoming projects on imdb do you know how many projects he has coming up oh no is it less than three it's less than zero because oh, it is zero no. the number is zero and i'm sure he's like i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna do stuff i'm gonna like you know find my dramatological truth and stuff like that but um i just i kind of feel bad for him because it's like it's all down here from here downhill from here yeah and he'll never he'll never like uh, uh, scale the same heights they did with kendall roy again well and you can only scream i'm the eldest boy and it's like, tough it's like you're a and b how people talk about him like when yeah. you see all the cast photos behind the scenes, he's never with them. Like he's never at the night out. It's like Sarah and Kieran and Connor. <laughs> and but, but but it's never it's never them. And it's also never Brian Cox. But I would buy into any situation where it's it's Jeremy Strong and Brian Cox together because Brian Cox is out on these streets being like, still haven't seen the Logan Roy body. FYI, he might still be alive, exactly. which is a wild. He was also in a variety actor on actor, and he was like, I've, I guess he was with uh, uh, Emily Blunt, and uh-huh. she was like, So, what did you think when you watched Succession for the first time? He's like, I've never seen that show. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I, I did it, I was there, and she was like, Yeah, but like editing, and he was like, No, don't care. 
Don't like, care. Not don't interested. Care. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> not loving it. I, lo I, I love Brian Cox. His energy is so good. It's so that's so mine. Okay. Uh, who won your best half year newcomer? Listen, this was hard. I do want to do an honorable mention for a pop Cassie, which is Edward Norton. Because I feel like Edward Norton had a comeback year. It started yeah. at the end of the very tail end, the last week of 2022, when Glass Onion, he got a lot of praise for the yeah. Glass Onion movie. And then obviously he's in Asteroid City this summer that's coming out. And it's gotten incredible reviews. It did really well at the limited box office when it opened this weekend. But listen, he also found out Pocahontas is his 12th grandmother. I saw that. That's pretty that's, exciting, bro. That's pretty exciting for you to be Edward Norton and and if you don't, if you can't think of what Edward Norton looks like, just say Edward Norton and whatever yeah. white, bland, skinny man appears to you, that is what Edward Norton looks like. Yeah. Like he's just like boring in 53. Do you know what I mean? But like the fact that you can be like Pocahontas, yeah. the actual Pocahontas was my 12th great grandmother. That's pretty exciting. He's the, he's the quintessence of Anglo-Saxonry. And he's related to Pocahontas. And I got to say, if you're a famous white person and you're invited on one of those want to find out who you're related to shows, yeah, uh, mm, you should say no. Yeah, you no. should. Uh, I saw like Chris Walken finds out the history of his grandfather and I didn't even look. I was like, murder, racist. It's bad. It's bad. It's always bad. Don't do those Listen, things. Listen, if you house. if your phone lights up and it says Henry Louis Gates Jr., <laughs> send to voicemail. Do not do it. Do not do it. Um, but that's my runner-up. But my actual podcasty for half-year newcomer goes to, of course, Camilla Rosemary Shan mm. Parker Bowles, House of Windsor, the first of her side piece, Queen of the Cheaters, protector of her own interest, the mother of dragging your feet on changing your ha hairstyle, the Khaleesi of the Great Grass Gummies. This is a woman who cheated on her husband with a man who was cheating on his wife, who told her at the peak of his romantic powers that he wished he could be her tampon. And now that B word is queen. Listen, the 50 year long con paid off. Congrats to you. Congrats to you that people actually call you queen. You tricked them all, didn't you? I'm so proud of her. You know, mine's similarly of royal blood. You know, my best half-year newcomer, Popcasty winner, and that is uh, Chinese Spy Balloon. Chinese Spy Balloon. Oh, you know, yeah. it's here in June, that. you say that, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But you don't. You don't. You don't remember how uh, it absolutely captured the imagination of the of the country for several days. And I don't know that we ever got the definitive, here's what's up here. There's a good plain English uh, uh, episode by Dear Thompson that kind of definitively-ish explained what it was. But I think it followed the uh, uh, boy band template of takes the country by storm, gets everyone's attention, despite us not really com understanding like what it is, uh, what its intentions are, or what it's supposed to mean. And I think it still kind of exists in our recent history memory of something that was pretty formidable. Because I went to Google and I was just like, "What are people? What are people out in the Google streets? What are they saying about the Chinese spy balloon?" You yeah. know. And uh, the first one is. Why would China spend, send a spy balloon? Why would China do that? Why is that? Why a would question? China do such a thing? I, I, how, what do people think China is? Do you think they don't understand China? Is I don't a know. Place. I don't know. Listen, it's just, how does spy balloon work? Like, listen, it, there's these really fundamental questions that I feel like we should know, but we don't know about Chinese I, spy balloon. I don't understand Chinese spy balloons. Chinese bad spy bad okay. balloon bad across the board. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In yeah. terms of American economy and livelihood. Listen, yeah. you can't be Team China. You Listen, you can't be the person who puts an Adolf Hitler quote in your invitation to your Moms of Liberty event and think people aren't going to be like, hey, hey, boo, 
what? Or the guy from Liberty University who went on a camera and was like, you know what uh, Mao and Hitler got right? Controlling education. And so that's what we've <sighs> Guys, got to do. Guys, I, just, I think dic- just quoting dictators in general, even like in jest or even in like, this, isn't this a bad idea? Maybe just don't do that. That's maybe strange. just don't. Maybe just don't. I, real L to our Chinese listeners out there who are like, oh, what did no. we do? Why, why, why no. does Jamie hate us right First now? First of all, we're yeah. not even allowed in China. Like, they won't let us b- you be don't there. Know that. But if you're you don't Chinese American or a Chinese Canadian or anything, like, we love you, but you also know you got out. You were like, I didn't stay yeah. there. Do you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. You know about Chinese spy balloons. So yeah, yeah I feel like it really captured the uh, the half year. So um, I I feel really good about these podcasts that we've doled out. Oh my gosh, we've done a great job. Like who needs an Oscars panel? It's us. We know what I think we're doing. We, I think we nailed it. I think we nailed it. Um, okay, so those were our uh, individual um, podcast, uh, podcasts we wanted to give out. Now it's time to hear from the people. Um, we obviously reached out um, to our subscribers uh, to our newsletter to um, air their opinions, uh, given some multiple choice questions on what they thought. And they uh, the people responded in droves, Jamie. We got so much feedback uh, on these questions. We really did. And actually, our listeners are very funny. Like, they're very smart. They're very funny, even though sometimes they don't know what things are and yep. they have bad taste and stuff. But otherwise, right. they we have a good time with them always. That's right. That's right. So uh, first category up, uh, we asked them about what was a bad movie that they loved. Uh, the nominees were Ghosted, Your Place or Mine, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp colon Quantumania. Um, well, of those three, which one would it be for you? Oh, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real horse race with Ghosted in Your Place well, or I Mine. Well, I didn't love any. I didn't love all of those, but... And I watched all of them, but I would yeah. say probably the one I loved the most was Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I got, you know, Jonathan Majors before things went weird, you know? Yeah. It, and it, and it, you got Corey Stoll being that weird guy I and saying him. them calling him the D word in a Marvel I, movie. That's exactly. I love it. So that would be my, which would you choose? <sighs> I know you choose Ghosted. Don't act like you wouldn't choose Ghosted. As best movie of the year or, bad, or worst movie? Because no, Ghosted does not loved, belong. The bad movie you loved. You know, I actually didn't finish Ghosted. Um, and I never I watched Your Place or Mine, so I, I have to go with Ant-Man. I knew it. I, I know. knew it. You know why? Because I was saving it. I was saving it for like a really it. down Don't moment. Like, and I wanted to inspire that. myself. Uh, so the winner uh, by the voice of our people. Your Place or Mine. So congratulations to Yeah, congratulations uh, on loving a movie that is 31% on Rotten Tomatoes and the audience score is 36. Oof. Two people who had literally no chemistry. Like, it was yeah. embarrassing. That movie's embarrassing. It had the like, sexuality of a men's uh, bathroom urinal. You know what honestly. it reminded me of? Made in Manhattan. That's a horrible rom-com, too. And that's how it, that's how it made me feel. Now, yeah. you, can I share with you some of the common write-ins? And you can tell me, was it a bad movie you loved? Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear was not a bad movie. That was a great movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Cocaine Bear was excellent. For what it was, it didn't pretend to be something it wasn't. Sure. But Club 2. But Club 2. Don't remember Electric- Book Club One, you know? I, no, it's just old women reading books. Here's 80- the deal. I feel like most people don't like book clubs in life. I don't know why they would like a movie about a book club, a thing they probably won't attend or read the book for. Uh, 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. I did not see 80 for Brady. And heard great things. I've heard great things, actually. And then the Team Knox contingent came in strong with yeah. Red Notice, a movie that did not come out in 2023. But yeah. congratulations, everybody, for finally seeing movies that literally you don't even have to put pants on because they're on Netflix. 
But I don't. But if they watched it in this year, I don't know that we put the stipulation on that. Did we? Yes, we did. We can't. No, absolutely not. Do not encourage that. I know you love Dread Notice for how stupid it was. And listen, I watched Extraction 2 this weekend. That movie was dope. I loved it. And so I can like some bad movies. I love that movie. Like he was uh, how he healed so quickly. Can someone explain that to me? How he just started pushing rocks up a hill? Because it's he had the extraction juice and he drank it. Did you not see that? Maybe it was a cut scene. I did not see that part. It's good. Yeah, we had so we had some other comments about movies uh, that were not considered. At uh, Shelby.Rudd.Jarman said, TikTok live streams of the Taylor Swift concerts. I, I loved them. I'm not ashamed. That, Harry Styles, and I've watched live streams of Beyonce. Like, I love it. Listen, when Beyonce is screaming at those people with the stairs to get them closer to the horse so she can get down, I thought, you're all fired. Every one of you is fired when she oh. gets off this horse. You're going to be drawn and quartered. I just, uh, I don't understand TikTok live streams of concerts. That is a bridge too far for me. You know? What do you mean? I, it, it, it just, I understand Spotify and a playlist. I understand being at a concert live. I don't understand watching a live stream of a concert, though. I can't make those two things How compete. dare you? How it, dare it you? Just, it, it, Sometimes you can make fun we of can't me for afford red notice. the tickets to go to, to go to Minneapolis, and we want to see what does she do in Minneapolis. We I know. Watch I know. This this isn't about uh, income, income and quality. It's about I don't want to, like, uh, uh, Shelby from Dallas holding up a shaky hand at a concert. That's just not the way I'm meant to watch a thing. I, listen, you know? I will say there are a lot of shaky hands. you got to find the right TikToker because some of them are just, like, they never they just had a – they opened a TikTok account while they were sitting in their seat at the stadium. Sure. And they're like, I can do it. Y'all are not talented. Like we, we leave your streams on purpose. We I need them. angles. I just, I, I need commentary maybe, but you're there to watch the show too. So just watch the show. You know, it's just, I just, I don't understand. Speaking of live streams though, uh, I do know we have a podcast live live stream that people can partake in if they're not able to come to our live shows. That's right. It's very good. That's right. And that's the only way you're going to be able to watch it because if anybody in the Moody theater in Austin holds up a phone to TikTok yeah. live stream, you're going to be removed from the building. Like you're you going to be, be removed. removed. Absolutely and if not. you try to throw a cell phone at our face, um, you will. I don't know, man. Listen, I just. <laughs> there was something weird. Like, that was horrible what happened at BB Rex. Of course. But the guy then going, I just thought it'd be funny. God, men are the worst. Like, That's not a worst. good excuse. That's like, not a good the, and excuse. And the fact that you're asked about it and you're like, the best thing I can come up with is I, I just thought it'd be funny if she got hit in the head. At the end you know of what? The Here, look for for uh, doofuses who are going to do stupid stuff like wipe your butt on like a Picasso or like tape yourself to the floor of a basketball game or throw a phone at. Did you say BB Rexa? That's BB Rexa. Yeah. It's not how I was going to pronounce it. So thank you for going forward Bebe? there uh, before Bebe? me. Uh, I would just say if if you're if you're panicked and you know like I don't I don't know why I did that. Just say it's a commentary on late stage capitalism. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, that's so good. It's terrible what you did, but that's listen, great that you're commenting listen, on it. Listen, note for the audio, my favorite thing about recording these podcasts is if we say something weird, like mm. BB Rexa got hit with a phone, Yeah, I just turn to the right and I can see Erin Googling it. And it brings She's me like, a lot of joy. I want to know how she spelled <laughs> BB Rexa. Yeah, what did what, you like, Google I'm, to find it? I know how to spell BB Rexa. Yeah. B-E-B-E-R-E-X-H-A. That's right. She did it. We just, but we never. You went a podcasty for spelling. Thank you. What'd you Pop- Google for it? What'd you Google for Bibi it? Bibi Rexa phone. <laughs> and that was your like, search. That's I kind of want to do a podcasty spelling bee of just pop cultural terms for people, you know, oh. and make Aaron compete with listeners. I think I'm ready. Oh. I would kill guys. That will be an that'll be an intermission segment at the live show. <laughs> that's right. Come <laughs> ready. I'm write that down. I'm gonna write that down right now. Uh, last up uh, at Carmen. 
Carmen Rensberger. A lot of E's, Carmen. There's so many E's. Why do you have that many E's? Uh, she said Bama Rush. Bam. I, did, I, did, I never watched Bama Rush. Did no, you watch and Bama I Rush? watched Bama Rush, and it was stupid. Listen, that documentary, I was sad. ready. I wanted it to be juicy and like yeah. filled with chaos, and it wasn't. They just didn't have access to the people they needed access to. Then don't make it, okay? Yeah, don't Wait make it. until you have access. So that was yeah, a movie. That was not a, like an episodic situation. No, it was a docu-series. So I think it Man. was like, I don't remember how many episodes it was, but it was more than one episode. I, I mean, like, I think Tired doing like uh, college, Southern College sororities. Yeah. Um, Wired would be doing Southern College fraternities because That's those where, things get weird and wild. Okay. Listen, sororities are mean. Yeah. And fraternities are criminal. So That's let's right. get let's get to the more interesting of the If two. you want to see the origin story of the Southern Baptist Convention, go to some <laughs> of them Southern Fraternity Rush Weeks. Then you'll are see what's you, Are up. you talking about I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's a thing. Jason, yeah. maybe just maybe just keep it or bleep it or, or whatever. You just you decide, man. You know, uh, in college in Birmingham, there, there was a, sig- a member of the <laughs> shot a BB gun in the back of my Toyota and put a <gasps> hole in it. And that was his name. I can't remember his name. It was Davis something. He do was BB, a real douchebag looking dude. Uh, not BB Rexa. Do, B, yeah. uh, do BB guns go that hard? Like they I can mean, break glass? I think at close enough range, probably. My uncle got shot in the eye with a BB gun. It's not that big of a deal. Like, wow, did he say, did deal. it mess up his eye? I mean, for a little bit. But what kind of range like, are we talk about, Aaron? Like, How we far talking, away were they? Like, um, you execution know. style? Did someone execution style your uncle's eyeball? That's crazy. No, it was That's like. Texas. I mean, it's probably like listen. Twenty five. That, that would be the better contest at a live show is who can decide how far something is from something. <laughs> we would be so bad at. It. We're always like I've, six. I have feet, no depth perception. Three feet, twenty seven feet. We don't know. Whenever I play golf with my father-in-law, I'll be looking for my ball, and he'd be like, did you hit a 500-foot drive? Then why are you there? Come back, please. I'm sorry. I'm bad at this. Uh, okay, next category, TV show with the hottest cast. Um, this was this was close and contentious. And I'm going to read the nominees, and you'll find, find out why. Yes. Um, the upcoming old person bachelor. So the golden <laughs> bachelor, the senior bachelor, however you want to name it, that's one of the nominees. The Last of Us, but you can't count Pedro or Bella. Not allowed to count. Why, Is everyone why else we kill them? Because that'll make it too hot. That makes it too hot, you know? Uh, and fair. then lastly, King Charles Coronation. Which of these three <laughs> had the hottest cast? Listen, the Golden Bachelor, the reason is because obviously the Bachelor is old, so he's like 85 maybe, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the Bachelorettes are all in their 50s because that's how You know how that? It works. You, you know that for no, sure? No, I don't know that for sure. Oh, but I'm assuming that's how it is. But they're all hot because of menopause. That's why they're hot. If I'm If I'm a Bachelor producer if i'm a golden bachelor producer and the guy is like 70 right i am putting in a bunch of 50 year olds but you know what i'm definitely going to mix in there jamie i'm mixing in a really hot 42 year old because that is that is an element for everybody to get mad at like that girl who was the girl in the season what did we call her she was the baby and she like was from the west coast and she didn't like shave her any of her hair off her body it What's was uh, Tinker, Tinker, Tinker Becca, Tinker Becca, Tinker Becca. That's right. <laughs> and they were Becca. like, "She's twelve. Why did they yep. let her in here?" Um, yep. So yeah, we need a Tinker Becca. Wait, could it be Tinker Becca? Could she go she's on the still, Golden She's only sixteen now. She's not I aged know, enough. That'd to be, be really good. Season. So I would yeah. really like that. So those those were the nominees, and the winner was upcoming old person bachelor. I barely, barely. I, listen, well. I like that King Charles coronation wasn't even close. Like, Mm-mm. wasn't even Mm-mm. close. 
Not enough. Not enough. You know why? Yeah. Because King Charles has gotten rid of all the cool royals, like for the yeah. most part. And now it's just like Kate is carrying that thing on her back. Like yeah. she's Megan Mark. They could have used Meghan Markle. This was the only thing Meghan she might have been good they at. They could have had you, Eugenie or uh, the other one with the. I think if we start doing technical difficulties music, we have to come back. This is free Jamie and I endorse that edit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yes, that's fair. This is free Jamie and I endorse that edit. There like, you go. See? Yeah, See I feel people? better. That was wrong. Yeah. See, I didn't know. When you know better, Rachel Hollis better. tells us you do better. Shout out Rachel Hollis. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, Do you want to tell us about some other write-ins? Yeah, so some write-ins on the votes were included hottest cast Ted Lasso. I would say that is a hot cast for the most part. Not the leads, but like all the supporting characters. All the soccer players are pretty hot. Hannah Waddingham is pretty hot. Juno Temple, for some reason, is 28. How is she not 50? Juno Temple is so young. You know why? Because Juno Temple was talking to, who was she with, where they were talking about like growing up together in Hollywood. And I was like, Juno Temple? It was like Wilford Brimley. And you're like, wait, what? What's going She's on here? 33. Juno Temple is, th- there is no way she's 33. I just, with British people, I don't know if they're super young or super old. I'm just really confused by them. And I, I, I don't, don't get I, Hannah listen, Waddingham. I do- Oh, I love Hannah Waddingham. I know, but it's it's one of those things where it's like everyone's like, I love Hannah Waddingham. And no one says why they love Hannah oh, Waddingham. Oh, I think I love they, her because she's, she's everywhere. super tall and she's got that blondie blonde hair. Honestly, you're giving off Hitler vibes. You're like, these, <laughs> these are the things. <laughs> no, I don't want her to like, I don't want there to only be people who sure. look like Hannah Waddingham. Right. I like diversity, but I do think she's really pretty. Yeah. It was Juno Temple and Riley Keogh. Grew up together. And I was like, how is that humanly possible? But Whoa. then I realized uh, D- Riley Keogh, I think it's older than Juno, Juno Temple. Just never going to say her last name correctly. And I've just committed my life to yes. it. I'm like, hey. Yes. Riley Keogh is older than Juno Temple. I cannot even believe I'm able to say that sentence. I don't understand that. I don't understand no, that at that all. doesn't even make sense. Okay. Also, we had Jury Duty. Lol. <laughs> That's Indy's note. That's a, that's well, a hot cast. That's a hot normal cast. You know? No, no, it's not. No, it's a hot it's normal cast. No, it's okay? not a hot normal cast. It's, if I if I don't get to cast like the Aryan race, then this is a hot normal cast. You know what I mean? Okay, Bridgerton. Now that is a show with a very hot. Everybody that in that show is hot. And yeah. then, of course, your beloved Outlander. That's right. That's right. Okay. You caught up? You watching Outlander? No, I watched a clip. It's you know, very I read emotional. the books. I already know what happens. I read all the books. But yeah. I watched the first season, but then, you know, it ended and it was like, ay, ay, ay. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of trigger warnings for that show in terms of sexual assault. But we call that that uh, first season finale a no fly zone. You know, yeah. just yeah. don't. Just no, don't watch right. it. You don't got to. But listen, I will say. They are very hot to be as old as they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, I like that they're like, oh, we're going to, like, and as if during the American Revolutionary War, you wouldn't age harder than that. Like, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, and especially what, uh, what Jamie, the, the male version of your name, uh, that some oh, people yeah. say no, is more Jamie, popular. He's been through some stuff. He's seen I some know, stuff. I know. And they just like, we're going to fade your red hair a little bit. That's yeah. it. That's no, it. and just when he stands up, if you'll notice, he'll go like, Ugh, and it's like, that's old person move. It's like, oh, he must be 60. He's yeah. not. No, it's he's not. It's crazy. Yeah. I, th- this might be a spicy to take, but I think even for a soccer team, AFC Richmond is a very ugly cast. I think they're probably what? in the 99.9th percentile of hotness. Like uh, soccer teams uh, in general 
are ex- exceedingly hot. Now, I will and that say, is not a hot cast. And, and I will say soccer coaches, because the audience uh, schooled me, because I was like, uh-huh. why, are, why are football coaches not cute ever? Because they're yeah. not. They're never cute. No. And college or professional. But no. like soccer coaches are hot. Like, they are so hot. They're so hot. American football coaches are never not within like a 12-hour time span of like a, a Ryan's Buffet bar. Yeah, yeah. And European soccer coaches are like like per, like cologne hot. Like, like I'm so never going to sit in a Cracker Barrel across from a soccer coach. Never. Never. They wouldn't but I ever would absolutely meet Nick Saban in a in a Cracker Barrel. Like hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Richmond. They're not even like mid. They're like high top Reeboks, high top Keds of <gasps> hotness in terms of like the Premier League. So I just kids. I just want to point that out for everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So some other comments we got uh, on this category uh, at Lauren dot McWilliams. Uh, says the live footage feed of the I ninety five rebuild in Philadelphia. Listen, I watched some of that. I'm not. A, I'm not going to apologize. I watched some of that, hot. and they got they got finished ahead of schedule, and then they put all those mascots on a fire truck Let's and go. rode them across. It was amazing. It's good stuff. It's it good was. filming. It's good cinematography. All that's really good. Um, at Rebecca Olgerson, um, the Muppets Mayhem. Um, oh. I don't know who she's talking about specifically. It feels like animals. Maybe she's into you know? Kermit. Because no. Kermit's not hot. But anytime Kermit and Miss Piggy were together, I would be like, there's no way she would degrade herself by ending up with Kermit. I mean, I do think there's some truth to you marry Kermit, you don't date Kermit, you know? There's no, like, the, he's a stable influence, but you don't, like, date him. You don't have, like, that's true. fun yeah, date no, that's, events That's fair. Him, I'll accept you know? that, yeah. So, like, but Animal, Beaker, I can see Beaker getting a little wild and crazy, you know? Fozzie Bear. Honestly, I'm not good on my Muppets hierarchy. Animal? I animal? I don't know if I'm in the right, like, classification or you mean show. Muppets versus Sesame Street it's complicated oh, there's another one uh, maybe like an offering that I'm even considering and then Jessica J.L. Major says Mama's Family Mama's Family for listen first of all the fact that she is going hard in the paint for Mama's Family now I loved Mama's Family Jessica growing mm-hmm. up loved it didn't understand how young What's her face was that played Mama? That was Carol. So was it Carol? Carol Burnett? No, Carol Burnett Lawrence. played the aunt. Played the aunt, or played the daughter, the oldest daughter. It was the right. other woman that played. That was Vicky what? Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence. That's right. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Now, is she going to get dinged for? Because I don't believe I haven't checked my notes. Maybe Aaron, if you don't mind to check this, did Mama's Family come out in 2023? Uh, the first part of 2023. <laughs> I don't know that it did. Although the others, no. Did. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for that fact that's check. Right. I appreciate that's that. It came out in 1983. Okay. Okay. Again, I mean, just forty listen, years later. Jessica's catching up on all her TB TBWs. I allow it. Up. I'm good with it. You know, I like Chinese people. I don't think there should be Aryan races, and I welcome all people who watch TV. <laughs> Those are the facts of my platform. Why are you people. making this hard on me? <laughs> Why are you using my words against me? <laughs> So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. Y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, 
They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious, bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. All right, next category, album that you made a baby to. The nominees are, <laughs> Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret, the soundtrack. Don't sleep on that soundtrack. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Brown Noise app. 
and then old podcast nose episodes. Those uh, listen, are the nominees. Listen, I would argue that any one of those would be amazing to birth little Atlas to, like, sure. or to conceive little Atlas or little. Yeah. Uh, what did I see? I saw the name. It was on a TikTok. It was like accidentally. What was your? Didn't you have a prediction for the year of the theme of names? Oh that yeah, that they would be map related, and I have been correct. Thank you then, so yeah, much. Yeah. Good for you for staying consistent to that. With Atlas. I know that's, Bayou, that's well your little yeah. baby Bayou. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, winner. Who would you have picked uh, out of that? What would listen, you have I would have picked. Listen, I will say the thing that I listen to the most when I'm in bed is the Brown Noise app. So That's that the best. would be. I love that. Brown Noise is so superior to White Noise. It really is. It really it is. is. I've been on um, Pink Noise. Y'all pink? know about Pink Noise. What's, what's the, the difference What's the difference with Pink Noise? Um, um, I've heard that it's supposed to be better than Brown Noise. <laughs> Okay. That's what I've heard. Aaron, <laughs> who, 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 what streets are you on where you're hearing these rumors? That my pink sources is tell me that pink is. <laughs> now, to be fair, no one knows more about all the things you should buy and use to get to sleep than so, Aaron Moon. So, brown noise is bassier than pink noise. Okay. Um, okay. And so. Uh, I'm going to listen right now. I'm going to listen. Knox and I are right neurodivergent, now. so we need that bass. We need that I am, bass. I'm neurodivergent. Am I? <laughs> you're, you, I have have AD, you have ADHD. ADHD. And that's honestly. You told the audience that you no, had ADHD. But I didn't know like that meant like I'm also neurodivergent. Are you, well, are you sad so like or happy spider, I just feel like I got a radioactive <laughs> spider bite. I'm like, oh, Yeah, you're snap. neurodivergent. Aaron's not neurodivergent. Well, wow. she does have a little bit of depression. She's. she's <laughs> <laughs> Nothing a little Lexapro can't, can't take care that's of. That's right. We all get our drugs that we need. That's right. That's right. Pink noise, just higher. Less bass. Well, no, it so like brown noise is rougher. It's a little rougher. Oh, oh okay, okay. Um, and P, it's gonna say be more like about that. A, it's gonna be like a, a strong wind, like a grittier, like a yeah, grittier. it's a grittier. Okay. And pink is uh, supposed to be a little more soothing. Oh, so you're which one would you have a baby to like <sighs> conceive a baby to? I'm not conceiving babies anymore currently. Yep. Well, that's current. Hers would I, I be will, I, hers would be uh, medieval uh, book slowed down to point six speed. I do point seven. Point <laughs> seven speed. Little Chaucer, little Chaucer point six really no, like takes the top not, off of your slumber. Hey, but listen. By the way, I am reading hmm. Stephen Fry's Greek mythology series. Have you it's read a it? Sick, sick series. By it's the by the way, so I just finished. Good. Clyde Minestra. Did you like I think, it? I think you recommended that to me, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Did you like it? That's freaking awesome. It's so freaking good. Jamie, don't. Don't you do that. <laughs> don't you so do that right good. now. It's so good. Man, it's amazing. It's legit. Incredible. That was History Corner. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, th- so Pink Noise, it does seem to be uh, bubbly, you know, a little happier, a little more yeah, resplendent with joy. I need to calm down, so I need it to be sad. Brown feels like... Let's go into a cave and hibernate for a few months and see how things are. Yeah, that's what out. I like. You know so what, I mean? what What was the winner in the podcasties? The winner was, strangely, Vegas Gambling Odds were on. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Soundtrack. That's a dope uh, soundtrack. Don't sleep on that soundtrack. An upset alert. Ground noise. Ground noise app. <sighs> I yeah. knew it. I knew it. Well, there were some common write-ins. The first was the uh, album that you made a baby to, Silence. Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> no music, kid free, single, none, other colors of noises, <laughs> white, green, and pink. What's green? Pink Ooh, is I in there. That. Pink is in there. I just, for the people who wrote in silence, y'all are liars because there's a lot of sounds associated with that process. That's right. That you're not, you're they not. They may not be like, coming from your headphones, but they're coming from your. 
That's insane. Oh. <laughs> Jamie. That's an insane thing. Okay. Green noise emphasizes the lower frequencies, creating a more natural and soothing sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Might have to try. I might have to venture out onto the green. The funny thing is, I'm sure the person who made all these noises, like originally, was just like, turn it down like a decibel or something, or like a tweak one thing, 1%, and that's like all the different colors is actually It's a different. subset of white noise. Yeah. Listen, those people who put the noises on YouTube, they make a killing. They make a killing because there's an they ad do. and you're asleep, so you don't even hear it, but they make all the money off those ads. Aaron, would you say that white noise was there first and all these other colors are trying to take stuff from the white noise? Is that what you would oh, say? who's a white supremacist now? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out the history around there you the go. noises. There you go. Are, uh, w- can we talk about like floor fans versus noises? Like, I want to understand how pervasive floor fan culture is, like with both of you. You mean a fan that's on the floor? <laughs> As opposed to hovering in the air like a... Like a <laughs> Like a woodland pixie. That would be cool to have like a sleep drone. <laughs> that, just that would be hovered cool. around you. That would be awesome. Now I have a I have a ceiling fan. That, so that's all you use? Like no sounds on the ceiling fan? My ceiling fan has sounds. <laughs> no, I turn it on and then it makes a whoosh, whoosh, whoosh sound. And so that's all you sleep to is the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh? No, no, no. I have the brown noise app beside me and then the fan the fan is not for noise the fan is for cooling sure of course it gets hot and i cannot cool the whole house i have to so i have to use the fan that makes sense jimmy what if i told you there was an invention <laughs> that could cool you and provide brown white noise at the what is time? that it's called a floor fan and it does go on the floor <laughs> i'm gonna anticipate that question ahead of time but like is it pretty no, I mean, no. yeah, you can get some from like TJ Maxx that are kind of chill and cool or home goods. Oh my goods. god, you buy a yeah. floor fan for TJ? Yeah, well, and my daughter stole it, so now I'm back to like the regular square, you know, missionary fan. Aaron, do you not use a floor you, fan? No. Do you travel no. with a fan, Knox? Like, do first you take of all, it with you don't love trip? the energy which which you answer that question, Aaron. No, I'm don't. sorry. I'm just I'm trying to learn about the colors of sound, and this you is sound like Indiana Jones is... trying to explain an artifact to someone in his stupid hey, class. Well, okay. Well, God, the fact that she is researching fans while also wearing multicolored Crocs <laughs> is the most. I walked weird. out with the wrong shoes this morning. I've never seen you wear Crocs in back. my these whole are, life. These are my mailbox shoes, and I accidentally <laughs> wore them to work today. Can I guess the color? Because yeah. I haven't seen them. Okay. Yeah. So we've got. You're not two, ready. Do we have two different colors, or do we have two no, different more, multicolors? More. They're all the colors. Oh, like man. I don't know no, that I can guess. No this. one was supposed to see me today. What? No one was supposed to see you or, when you, you like, literally come to the office. I wasn't supposed to have my what shoes about, noticed. Did you today? See, did you go to the food hall? Well, yeah, you did. but I don't. You told did us you that you finger gunned that did guy. You talk to anybody? I talked <laughs> to a gentleman today. Who, what did you talk to him about? About LSU baseball. Because you're into it now. Yes, got I it. We'll get there. It. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. I uh, uh I I just. I will say they're pretty faded. You can tell they're mailbox shoes. So Aaron, Ed, walk me through. Like you got out the door and you were like, "Crap, got my mailbox crossed." I thought the dog was lost this morning. Okay. Okay. And so I that went dog out- tries to escape that family every <laughs> week. <laughs> I went outside and he was gone and I didn't know where he was. And so I was walking around looking for him and I was uh, I was updating next door. Sure. Hey, if y'all see the dog. And then- oh, snap. You, you were an active poster on next door. Yeah. This is breaking news. This and is then- so exciting. <laughs> and then I I found him. Yeah. Where was he? He was in, was he in your house. He was in Holland's room. Snap, that's tough. I Do you have to go back to next door? House? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Did you admit this on next door? Like well, a I just idiot? took it down. I just took you it just, down. You- I just took it down. <laughs> I just took it down. And so I was flustered and then I forgot my water. And yeah. then I just got in the car. 
The funny thing is, they do match what you're wearing. They look, they look, they like look they go, fine. Yeah, they're, they look good. They're dirty, but I can't see yeah. them. But honestly, that sounds worse because it's like, oh, she meant to do this. She yeah. gathered they're, this ensemble with intentionality. They're tie dyed. They're tie dyed crop. They're tie dyed. Got the hippie vibe. I love I it for a Monday. It's good energy. <sighs> so good. I, listen, I'm a big floor fan person. I love floor fans. I've always slept with floor do you fans. You travel with it. My dad travels with a fan. Oh. I do. Travels with a fan. When we went to St. Louis uh, for for Tyler Childers, after, so we go to the concert. We have a late dinner, and we're finally going to rooms like two or three a.m. And I have to go back oh. to the car to get the floor fan, right? Like to to bring so to three the room. in the morning. You're in a parking lot holding a floor fan. I'm walking through the parking in St. Louis. That's right, and walking okay. through a casino, and uh, <laughs> I, I get to the lobby, and a, and a I would say young lady, but she's ancient, and a, a lady with an oxygen tank and the mask <laughs> on a scooter. Holding a cocktail, yeah, looks at me and like scoffs. She's like, <laughs> like, looks like you she up judges down. me, and she's on her way to gamble and probably not win. And that's I was like, yeah, but she's am not I, like am I the outlier. She's here? not wandering around a casino with a floor fan. But you know what? I went up there and I slept like a baby with that thing. A baby with that floor fan. It was glorious. Do you, does Ashley have her own floor fan, or do you have do you share the floor fan, or does I mean, she be like, oh, that's not my life? Yeah, we just one floor fan for. A room, Is it a tall you know? fan? It's a tall fan. Or is it like it's a box square. fan? Yeah, box you, fan. Oh, it's a box Why fan? Why do you call it a floor fan? I mean, just because it's it on, on the it, floor? It's a fan that's on the floor, so it okay. feels like a really reasonable place to get to with the vocabulary. Even though I said I had a ceiling fan and you were like, that's a board. No, no. I was asking about your sound situation and oh, yeah. you started educating me on how you don't want to pay for air conditioning. So I was just confused a little bit. Listen, it's getting 114 degrees this week. I can't live it's like off. this. It's tough. It's not great. The the utility bill is getting out there, you know, getting a little out of hand. Um, Well, this didn't really shed any light for me. So this was more confusing, (laughs) I think, than anything. What Um, album you made? Maybe two. So yours would be Floor Fan. (laughs) Yeah, it's not an album. It's just in life. You know, I live life out loud. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, uh, Beth at Bits at Bitsy Ross. (laughs) Beth at Bitsy Ross. It's Betsy. Do you get it? I get it. (laughs) I do get it. <laughs> I don't think she actually made the flag. I think that's an urban legend, but we've already done one history corner and right. I don't think you'll survive another one, Jamie. Uh, she said weather channel radio on Spotify. That's wild. That I didn't even wild. know weather channel had a radio on Spotify. Is Jim Cramer on that? Like you're going to have Jim a baby Kramer Jim Cramer has money takes Jamie. That's insane. <laughs> that's mad money with Jim oh, Cramer. Oh my gosh. Oh wait, uh, that's right. That who's yeah. the guy. Who's the weather? Who do you man? think it is? Who he do you goes think to the is? hurricanes and he always almost dies. Not he Al Roker. Always getting rained on. Jim and Cantori. Jim, Jim Cantori. Cantori. I knew I'd get there. What if we did a Freaky Friday where Jim Cantori goes on Mad Money and Jim Cramer? Goes I would like to, to hear spots. Jim Cantori talk about his investment strategy. I would like that. I don't think you'd lose much with either. You know, I feel like That's it'd be fair. the same. Uh, Elizabeth parentheses Miss Bessie Bakes says my dog breathing heavily by her bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aaron when she's like, "Where's the?" And it's Look, like where it's next to you. Is the dog frequently in Holland's room or is this a weird rando event? No, she likes. So the dog doesn't like being in our house because <laughs> the dog hates us. Listen, that's great. true. I went to her birthday great, party great. and I yeah. was like, where's the dog? And the dog was 80 feet, 100 yards. Isn't I don't know. Far away. 100 yards away. Just staring at the deck from for us. four hours yeah. straight. Wow. Hates you, us. you adopted the Unabomber dog. <laughs> no, and he yeah. just don't want to be there. Yeah. He, yeah. He really hates us. But okay. um. We try, we try really hard, but, but he does like being in Holland and Marlowe's rooms. Okay. And so sometimes they will get him to go into their rooms to sleep. 
lure him um, with like treats or something. With treats. And if it's yeah. like we had a little bit of a storm last night and so they they cajoled him uh, sure. inside and so that's where he was. That makes more sense. Night. That makes more yeah. sense. A little yeah. bit of a random event. So. I just I think a lot of people wish animals and pets could talk, but do you really after the things they've seen you do, oh, you know? Is that really something you want? Not. Probably not. I think he'd just be like, I effing hate you guys. And, <laughs> and if you if you really loved me, you'd set me free. Please, yeah. please give me my freedom. Yeah. Uh, Kyla at Kyla Whetstone says the Farmville soundtrack worked one time. So <laughs> oh, that's something. I've got in my notes here, uh, it says pause for Jamie to make a joke about plowing a garden. So would you like oh, to? Oh, that's so would good. You like, would you like to do that? About your flower. You took yep. your flower, cherry. Like. Got it. Cherries and flowers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Josie. Uh, at Josie J Tims or Thames. I'm going to say Tims and feel fancy. Like a, like Fan- a person. Yeah, like go Tims. Uh, they say the College World Series. Please don't ask me which teams because I do not actually watch baseball. Obviously, I love the College World Series. I've been to Omaha many, many times to watch the College World Series. Aaron, I heard a rumor that maybe you're into the College World Series now. Yeah, I'm a big fan of baseball now. Listen, as a reminder, Aaron follow sports if she sits with you long enough and you yeah. love a sport she will get on board with it yeah i went to north carolina with uh sophie hudson and melanie Schenkel. they weekend, love they love baseball and they love baseball and it just straight up rubbed off on me we had a great time I, which is I, interesting because neither of their teams made it neither that's right that's right it's right now it's the tonight is the finals that's right against lsu yeah and florida that's and right you're rooting for fair. I'm rooting for LSU. Why? Why specifically? Because the, uh, the, your your reasoning is all that matters to me in understanding your fandom right now. Well, I watched them play Wake Forest, okay. and I liked their moxie. I mm-hmm. liked their joie de vivre. They okay. seem to have a lot of kind of uh, chutzpah. Yeah. Um. So plus, they either they look like they are all long haul truckers, which yes. I appreciate. <laughs> Um, not one of them looks like they're in college. They all look like they're 42 they years do. old. Why do baseball it's players always look really Fascinating. Old. And let me tell you something about Sophie Hudson. Knox, you might actually be really interested in this. Sophie Hudson is a prophetess when it comes to sports. She twice said at one point, I think Cooper's ready to, uh, to strike some people out. And I'll be darned if the next, I mean, she so she, pre- let me just recap. So yeah. she predicted that a pitcher might strike out some no, no, players. No, 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 no. This is after, no, no, no. You're, you are belittling <laughs> a gift from the Lord that uh, listen, I saw. I know Sophie is gifted. I know. I just don't think that if you say it, it's a, I think one of these batters will hit the ball. I just sure. don't know that that's no, no, an no. impressive no, I'm, talk, I'm talking about, I'm talking about we, we're, we're, pitchers were striking people out Let's, striking people out and then she was like i feel a home run coming on and i'll be darned Ooh. okay now that's more impressive Beloso did not knock it into See, that so, stage. Aaron, so what jamie jamie's saying if you have a like a belief system built around vague projections that aren't really relevant to anything that's ridiculous right that's, <laughs> listen, to summarize that's listen, what you're saying tell me you Coop, got her. tell me coop's full name uh, Cooper, I, I don't know, no. but his full last what, name Aaron, is what you Cooper. told me earlier Cooper. was Riley Cooper. You said it was Riley Cooper. Is that How still what you, you thought? How dare you? Don't help her. <laughs> I think it is. I Just think it is. I know earlier. Cade Beloso. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I know uh, Tommy Tommy White. Tommy White. Who's who great. Who let me looks like bigger, a pro wrestler let me ask right like now. A pro- <laughs> let me ask the bigger question. Yeah. Would you rather, if you had to move from Birmingham 
and you could not go back to Texas. Okay. But you could go live in either Baton Rouge or Gainesville, Florida. <sighs> Where would you go live? I'm definitely choosing Baton Rouge. That's a mistake. Unless, that's a unless mistake. I that's can go to live in the backyard of... Strike so, that from the record. No, please please strike that. that from the record. All right, record. so Jason, give me those technical difficulties music. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. And it, Aaron, can I get a, my name is Aaron Moon, and I endorse <laughs> that edit. My name is Aaron Moon, and I fully, uh, wholeheartedly, full-throatedly endorse Ooh, ew, I don't like full-throatedly. Okay, I just endorse, uh, I endorse that edit. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. that. that. Look, I, I think... Um, uh, if the SEC network is interested in better ratings, they would toss Sophie and Melanie on a game and let them call it. You're absolutely and I think it right. It would be so much better, you honestly. Absolutely, it was wonderful. We had the best time. No, they would be a good time. They would be more fun than anybody I've ever heard. Because call all a game. these, all these old men do. Which, by the way, these old men, someone needs to talk to them about their pants. What do you or mean? they need to like raise the camera just a little bit so i don't have to look at the outline a lot of moose um, knuckles a lot I of mean, moose knuckles my gosh it's yeah. just so much it's like moose white knuckles lotus for miles. there it's like white uh, lotus it out is there. brilliant yeah. hits but listen all of the all they say are the same things over and over again you wouldn't believe the color commentary that i i was privy to it was incredible it, okay. they, they're weaving a tapestry but Aaron, your 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 thesis is correct lsu is the team to root for mm-hmm. because they are all built like beer league softball players. It's incredible. While Florida, their entire team looks like villains from Outer Banks. Yes. Any any villain from the Outer Banks, this is what a Florida baseball player looks like. I got YouTube TV so I can watch the game tonight. Look at you. Look at yeah, you. I thought you had YouTube TV. I she does. I did too, but uh, I don't. You do. I do? I think, I think we yeah. pay for it every pay- month. <laughs> so you need to find that login. Okay, well, I'm going to delete that one no. and I'll find the login. <laughs> Anyway, I'm give, give it to your dog and give him like his channel, and maybe he'll want to. Stay. Maybe he'll want to stay. Bear, stay with us. All right, next category: book that you're embarrassed that you read. Uh, the nominees are Spare, The Trump Indictment, and The Office BFFs. Uh, Jamie, which would you have picked out of those? Um, I probably would have picked The Trump Indictment because mm. that's really long. And Jack Smith is not hot enough for me to care about, like, reading that indictment. Plus, Aaron came to my house last week. And uh, because I I couldn't take my big boxes out to the street because it was going to rain and my neighbors get, she came out of the bathroom and she goes, hey, you got some uh, secret documents in that shower? Because that's where all my boxes were hidden. Oh, nice. Is it like in a, like a guest shower? Like, are you you just don't use the shower ever? No, they don't use, but that people are coming this weekend. So I do have to get those boxes out. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I just don't think anybody ever finished the Trump indictment because it just seems like a lot of boring stuff to read through. So Spare, Spare makes a lot of sense and it did actually win. Spare won. Yeah. Look, I will say I read Spare and I thought the two beginning, I thought the middle was not as good as the bookends, like okay. the beginning and the end. If he had more, and we talk about this in the more you know, if he had more takes on like podcasts he would have done. Yeah. Um, which we talked about. Um, we maybe about I would have read the book, but he didn't. And so I didn't. we revealed we revealed how that whole Spotify situation that Knox called it a year in advance. Did I? I, you did. I allegedly. I, I have we no will, idea. We played the tape, and the more you know. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. So some common write-ins for a book that you're embarrassed you read: Fifty Shades of Grey, 
which was mentioned many times. Don't be, don't be ashamed. Like sure. you're reading fan fiction. Just embrace it. Come on, Just go Just embrace it. it. A Court of Thorn, Thorn and Roses series. That's, yep. that's a fair one. Uh, and then Open Book by Jessica Simpson. How dare you? I greenlit that book. That's an excellent memoir. One of the, I would put it in the top 10 of celebrity memoirs of all time. That's how good what, it is. What percentage of that do you think she wrote herself oh, she she highlights her ghostwriter like she talked about yeah. her ghostwriter no, I'm, I'm just, I, I have no idea so is it like she just full-on knows no i think she just met with him and okay. talked to, like talked to him and he kept a recorder and then he wrote it like i gotcha. don't think she wrote it and gotcha. then colleen hoover listen colleen hoover causes a lot of controversy but listen i asked a bookseller last week how they felt about colleen hoover and the bookseller said love colleen hoover like that's yeah. how we pay our our mortgage for this building Coho might have saved the publishing industry. So uh, no, 100%. No shade. Yeah, no 100%. Shade. Yeah. I think the popularity of audiobooks, especially with some of these spicier stories and books, has led to so many more women listening to the spiciest scenes all around us than we're prepared to understand. Like, it's happening everywhere. No, you know, I agree. you just think no. you're at a Kroger and the woman next to you is getting a second base by herself, you know, so you just got to watch out. Listen, getting to second base by yourself is how you get there quick. How, it's called a double. That? You know, it's just called Thank a double. Uh, you. Other comments. Jen at Easy To Be Jen says, more embarrassed to admit that I don't read. I just don't uh, read. Listen, I love a I love a Jen that's like, I had to write this in a survey that I had to read. Yeah. But this is the only thing I've read this week is this newsletter note for the audio. I'm impressed. I'm, in, I'm grateful. And I don't know if it's, is it more impressive to be like, I'm agnostic about reading or like I'm atheistic about reading? Like, I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> no, ever. I think when you're like... Because it's different than like if you say, I don't watch TV because those are yeah. usually readers who say a yeah. word like that. Like they're like, oh, TV. Oh. Listen, there's some bad books. Don't pretend like there ain't bad books and yeah. that you're not reading some of them. But I like a person who's like, what? I don't read. Like I like that. I like the I'm impressed that. by that person because yeah. it's like it's such a it feels like such a chud thing to say. Yeah. So if you're willing to embrace that, like kudos to you. 100%. you know, good job. Good for you, Jim. Uh, Sarah at Suburban Graces, multiple books by Bachelor slash Bachelorette contestants. That's humiliating. We, we don't yuck yums here. This is the closest I've ever come to violating that. Did you read Sean Lowe's book? No, I did. It was not good. I'm not judging you, Sarah. I just check our green lights. We have Listen, a lot of good recommendations. Sarah, if you read Maddie Prue's new book, I will come to your house and take it out of your hands and burn it in your front yard for all your come neighbors on. to see. Don't do that. Don't. Uh, Jeannie at Miss Reed 118 says, the manual that came with my new car, what a boomer move. That's she just functional, read, man. That's good she stuff. She read the manual. Now, listen, I will say, sometimes when lights come on, I'm like, I don't know what this is. This yeah. is not great. I don't yeah. know what this means. And There's I have to read video my manual. For that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That When the guy at the dealership's like, do you want to explain how this works? I'm like, never, never. I don't care if it'll fly me to space. I'll figure it out if I want to. And then Patty, uh, chicken soup for the cat lover's soul. Okay. Chicken soup for the cat lover's soul. You know, I saw a book this weekend that I didn't know existed, but it really does exist. It's called Finding Purpose Through Pet Loss. Okay. It's like when your pet dies that you find okay. purpose. It's the ultimate grief spin zone, you know? Right. So your cat right. died, but here's how you're a better person. But now, yeah, exactly. This is how you can make some money uh, <laughs> by finding a side gig now that Twinkles is dead. You can monetize that. Yeah. So I d embrace your game, Patty. Like that's what I, I, I'm about to start Inferno by Max Hastings, like the 15 billionth book I've read about World War II. It's just who I am, you know? I'm not, no shade about that. I'm doing yeah. it, whatever. Uh, and then McKenzie, uh, at McKenzie Coppa says, I'm an Enneagram 3. I personally don't read books that would embarrass me in good grades. This is a, a peak Enneagram 3 revelation, it feels like. You know? So she doesn't have negative, like, so she doesn't give a book two stars or one star in good reads and be like, what? 
Oh, I think it's more like I wouldn't read Fifty Shades. Of, I wouldn't say in Goodreads I read Fifty Shades. Oh, of that's fair. No, I agree with that. I sometimes I get nervous about putting a book. Although literally, I have no followers and no friends, nor do I want any. So don't request sure. because I will deny you. Because yeah. I just use it as a journal to keep track of what I've read. But I don't want to have you coming in and being like, "Why'd you only give uh, All Things Reconsidered four stars when you wrote it? <laughs> Co-wrote it? I didn't. I gave it five stars." Come on, y'all. Come on. Uh, okay, last category. Celebrity that you're surprised is your hall pass. This was a very revealing uh, vote. Because as a reminder, writings. a hall pass is not a season pass. A hall pass is someone you would cheat on your lover with That's right. to have sexual relations with. That's right. Then season pass is just someone that you consume all their stuff. You watch their movies. You watch their shows, whatever, whatever. Uh, right. So the nominees are Chinese Spy Balloon, Chad GPT, <laughs> and 2024 presidential candidates not named Joe or Donald. So, Jamie, what would you have voted if this was you? Um, I would have voted for sure not Chat GBT. Chad, right. get out of here. Yeah. I would vote for presidential candidates not named Joe. What that Mike Pence do? What that okay. Mike Pence do? Wow, that's the first he, time those words have ever been listen, spoken together. I, it feels in like one mother sentence. for her to go be okay with him calling her mother. It feels like he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? What like what if it's not like uh like a quaint domesticity? What if it's kind of freaky? What if it's kind of kinky? That's exactly Can what people I'm consider for. that? That's yeah. exactly what I'm looking for. What would you know. pick? Uh, I would have gone Chinese Spy Balloon, probably, just because wow. I stock up on Chinese Spy Balloon. Yeah. Uh, but the actual winner is... Chad GBT. Congratulations, Chad GBT. Listen, congratulations, Chad, even though you're the worst and you don't yeah. know how to look at... You know, you're not good at stuff. Listen, the common write-ins were here. Just quickly, quickly. Aaron, quickly, I'm going to go through these write-ins. You say yes or no to a hall pass for them. Okay. Jason Siegel. No. Stanley Tucci. Yes. Ted Lasso characters. No. None of them? No. No. Emily Heinhold wrote the old long-haired reporter from Ted Lasso. Trent Graham. Show him some respect. Trent Graham. The houseboat on Ted Lasso. No. No. Uh, Orcas. No. No? No. Too dangerous. Uh, What about yacht flipping specifically? Yacht flipping orcas. Again, too dangerous. Too dangerous. But listen, we're going to have a rowdy good time taking down some yachts. Uh, like according fun. to my calculations, <laughs> would you oh like gosh. to? Would you like to clip that and then say hi? My name is. <laughs> I approve that. I approve this edit. Listen, I approve all edits, uh, but. <laughs> My name is Alex McCoy, and I approve this edit. I'm surprised Roy Kent didn't make the list with Aaron. I'm surprised that that she didn't. No, it feels like he's not. Even though he try, I just feel like he's too grouchy. Look, and sometimes we got to come off of that. Roy Kent is like the biggest paper tiger tough guy that I've ever seen uh, since like Danny Zuko from Greece. Both are like, okay, guys, we get it. You're supposed to be, quote, tough, but you're not. Other other comments we got, Catherine at cats underscore and dot dogs. Need some work. <laughs> Catherine, you know, you know it. I'm not telling you Wait, something you don't know. Does that mean that there was already a cats and dogs and she had a cats with a K, by the way. Cats. And then she had to add an underscore and a period. I just, there's too much happening. Okay, so let's let's work on that and come circle back. She says Domino's Pizza. I don't understand what happened. Oh my gosh, here. listen. Domino's Pizza has the best cheesy bread of all the pizzas. Really? The, the cheesy bread is next level. You don't get a pizza from Domino's. You get that cheesy bread. Oh, wait, know, some, is that Little Caesars? Is that Little Caesars? I get it mixed oh, up. 
Wow, that's a magnificent pizza faux pas. If that's true, God, I just so my brother in law told me. Do you know the pretzel bread pizza at uh, uh, Little Caesars right now that they yeah. have? There's like there's like cheese in that. It's like stuffed. Oh but they yeah, don't tell no, you that? it is Little Caesars because they're red, white, and blue like America, and Domino's is orange like the Home Depot. And I don't. What like are that. you talking about? <laughs> the boxes. The boxes are red, white, and blue at Little Caesars. Which no, Little Caesars is orange. God, Jamie, this oh, is, is your out right? of touch. Yes. This is your out of touch, bougie Jamie. That's I don't true. know what. The- I get pizza <laughs> from Post Office Pies wow. locally. I know. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. My bad. Uh, Karen at Karen Chase says, Harrison Ford with an earring. Karen. Come on, Karen. <laughs> God. I appreciate your honesty. I, uh, listen, Haley- I like that you think the hall pass is going to work out. There better be pills involved. <laughs> a lot, lots of pills and a life alert. Uh, Haley dash K um, HK underscore celebrates says any air of Jason Alexander. <gasps> I don't know. There's something about a curmudgeonly New Yorker that really gets me going. Emoji with hands up. I will say of the Seinfeld cast, he is who I would start with. That's a tough roster. That's yeah. a tough roster. Margo at Margoldil um, says Owen Wilson's nose. Oh, wow. Uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly three, seven, two, nine, nine. A lot of numbers. A lot of numbers, Kelly. Uh, Axel Rose. That's her zip code. You know that's her zip code, probably. Probably is. Kelly, you trying to get your identity stolen? Come on. Like, let's <laughs> let's do better. Uh, then lastly, Sarah at the Cole Ma'am. I like that. Uh, says Fart Daddy. Fart Daddy. Listen, Fart Daddy could probably get it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, allegedly. We don't know. We I'm just, just don't saying. know. Okay. Um, okay. That's our conversation about Congratulations to all our podcasty winners. That's right. Thank you for everybody who don't voted. Don't forget to and thank helped. God. Don't forget to yeah. thank God. God first, above all things. Um, and if you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxjamie.com slash 511. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate r 2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right, what is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week is men. Now, I am not saying all men, but I am saying always at least one man, right? Because you know what women don't do? They don't try to go to the bottom of the ocean in a Stanley Cup. They don't challenge other billionaires to cage fights. They don't incite armed rebellions against fascist dictators who are also men. Women also won't ask you to sleep with a thermostat on 83 to conserve energy because they wanted Texas utilities to not be regulated. These are not women doing these things, but they are always at least one man. So that's my red light this week. How dare, how dare Greg Abbott even suggest that y'all sleep at 83 degrees to conserve energy for the rest of the state. Listen, he's done a lot of nasty things with guns and immigrants and stuff, but trying to get people to sleep at 83 degrees, that's probably going to get them uh, Listen, uh, overturned. you know what I would have said? I'd be like, you need to send me a picture of your thermostat in that governor's mansion so that I know that you're doing it first because there's no way he's sleeping like that. Listen, and if you're somebody who organically sleeps with the temperature in the 80s, who hurt you? Why? Yeah. Why is your life that way? Like you what? know, you actually you can sleep with it set on eighty three and still be cool through the innovation of the floor fan. <laughs> actually, <laughs> not a sponsor, not actually a sponsor. Uh, my red light this week is the writer strike, um, and it's not because I don't support it. I obviously support the writer strike. Yes, it's of just I feel like we're at an impasse. We're starting to maybe lose the narrative on what this is all about. And I think there's there's some peripheral elements that aren't inspiring confidence, um, like the picket signs that I've seen aren't very clever. You know, I feel like at a base level, we have to have like really tight, really hilarious picket yes. signs. Okay. Not seeing that. Um, you're getting stuff like Dermot Mulroney or Mulrooney, whatever from the Family Stone, walking off the view symbolically to honor the writers, but he still did the interview and he still like has pictures with the hosts. I, I don't understand what's going on there. So I don't understand what the purpose of that is. And you're doing podcast interviews about how studios won't swear off AI and how they want smaller and smaller writer rooms. These are all pertinent issues, but these do not appeal to the average person. So I think what I'm saying is you have a, you have a messaging problem. Okay. We're all naturally rooting for the writers because the writers are the people that make the thing. Everyone else needs the writers first to do their jobs and studios and executives and suits are always looking for ways to cut writers out uh, of the profits they deserve. So I feel like we've got to reassess here. Okay. Yeah. So my suggestion is, I want writers to start like a resistance podcast, resistance TV show, you know, and they uh, each episode, they discuss the terrible notes that studios have given them on known projects. Okay, because I don't think we understand the importance of writers until we see how bad it could be. There's an interview with Barry Jenkins where he said that uh, one of the notes he got from a studio exec on Moonlight was that it's good, but where's all the white people? Okay, so... (laughs) Moonlight, but with like <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton was as the Mahershala Sheridan? Ali. Was that Taylor Sheridan who's at Could have been. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But I think that's an episode. Damien Chazelle, he said he got a note from an executive that said Whiplash was good, but there's a little too much drumming. Not sure what that's about, which is oh, the premise of wow. the movie. So wow. what if you had Whiplash, but without the drumming? Would that be good? This is why you need writers. And then uh, Todd Black, 
he made the most recent Magnificent Seven remake, which is a Western. Okay. Right. Um, and the studio asked him why there are so many cowboy hats and do they really need all the facial hair? Okay. So imagine the Magnificent Seven with Denzel and Chris Pratt and they're all wearing fedoras, right? Or these are the things we could What be if they getting. were all wearing Crocs? How would Crocs, that feel? Multicolored exactly. mailbox Crocs. And they're yeah. looking for their dogs and they end up in a shootout at the OK Corral. That's what you could be getting, dummies. That's this right. is why you need to support the writers. So I just think writers, let's be more ambitious. Let's be creative. Let's yeah. come up with some really clever ways to show everyone why we need to form some momentum around the writers. That's strike. a good red light. Green. What's your green light this week, Jane? Okay, I have two. So the first one is uh, I want to re-up. We've already, both Knox and I have greenlit the TV show The Bear on Hulu. We are, I am re-upping it, The Bear Season 2. I uh, binged it this weekend. As a reminder, The Bear is about a young chef from the fine dining world who comes home to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop after a heartbreaking death in their family. Listen, I thought, can Season 2 be as good or better than Season 1? And I just didn't think that was going to be possible. And I think it's better. They leaned in, um, these are no spoilers, they leaned into bottle episodes, which I freaking love a bottle episode. And I also didn't know any of the cameos. Like, I stayed pretty blind. And it helps that I was able to binge it really fast. Um, I didn't know any of the cameos. So every time somebody would pop up, I'd be like, what? What? It was so good. I loved the character development. I loved the flashbacks. I love that you can root for every character despite them making really dumb mistakes. Episode six of season two was maybe my favorite bottle episode of any show of all time until I watched episode seven. <laughs> and it was even better. And it ruined my life. And I loved it so much. And the bear season two is now my entire personality. I immediately ordered a Yes Chef apron. Like, that's all I think about all the time is the bear season two. It's so good. And, you know, when we originally greenlit it, we said maybe it's not for people who don't like constant conflict because there is a lot of conflict in the show. I stand by that recommendation, but I have had a lot of Enneagram nines reach out that say they enjoy watching it because they like watching people scream at other people. And then they stay friends or stay family members. Cathartic. They, it, yeah. It's very cathartic for them. So if you need fictional therapy on how to handle conflict, this is a perfect show for that. And then my second green light is the book Yellow Face by R.F. Kwong. Holy moly, this book. Okay. So this book is about two uh, college sort of friends, June and Athena. They go to college together. They both want to be writers. Athena debuts the same year that June debuts. Athena becomes a literary star and June doesn't even get a paperback release of her book. Okay. And then Athena, this is not a spoiler because this is on the back of the book. Athena dies in a freak accident. Actually, she dies in a freak accident the same way that I know I will one day uh, die. I know that they're identical. June decides to still Athena's unfinished manuscript, but there's a problem. The book is an experimental novel about the unsung contributions of Chinese laborers to the British and French war efforts during World War I. Well, the problem is June is white and Athena was Asian. So June becomes Juniper, takes an ambiguously ethnic author photo, and we're off to the races. Like, how will it unfold? And why I love this book is one 
It's a first-person POV, which I really love a first-person POV, especially when the first person is a villain, and that is June. June is a great villain. You love to hate her, and you so desperately want her comeuppance. And then there's lots of shade at the publishing industry, which you know I'm always on board with, and there's a lot of sharp, dark humor writing, and it is an excellent book. So it is a great addition to your summer reading pile. Um, just on the bear season two, I'm I'm four episodes in. Um, oh my gosh, uh, but, you're almost there. You're but almost I've, uh, I was I was trying to make it last night, but I was like, no, I'm going to be tired, and I don't want to watch this no, tired. Yeah. I just want to enjoy it. But you're you're exactly right. Everything he says right, and I I would say, I think the bottle episode ness of the season is really taking the top off of that conflict in yes. a good way. So uh, it yes. still it still has it, and there's tension and conflict and, and stress, but not anything like the first season, which I don't remember which episode of the first season was that uh, one take with everything yes. going wrong that could go wrong, which was oh, like high, yeah. high stress I felt in my life. Um, but it's it's just, it's like unlike anything else that's on that's TV That's what's right amazing. So to me, I say that Bear is like succession if there were people to root for. Because you really do, like, you're like, oh, these are, like, more normals and they're just trying their best. And you get a lot of their background, which you did not get in the first season because it was really about what was happening in the restaurant. So the fact that they leave the restaurant a lot in the season does not take away from what's happening in the restaurant. It was so good. Yeah. So good. You know, I, I I wrote about this on on the newsletter a couple weeks ago. But when we were talking about uh, Steel Magnolias, which we did for Cinema Side Piece for people who support yeah. us. Um, but Steel Magnolias has such a great sense of place, you know, and a really good texture of like locality. That's what the bear is. They yes. spend so much time establishing, even when they're not in Chicago, they do such a great time of, uh, of of just being like, here's Copenhagen. Do you have the vibe yet? Here's more Copenhagen. And oh, the it's, Copenhagen it's so episode. So good. Rami Youssef directed that episode. That's right. It's so, 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 so well done. Um, so my green light for this week is uh, No Hard Feelings, the Jennifer Lawrence. It's been called a raunchy comedy. Kind of. It is. There is... Um, there's some full, full, full on fronty nudity by uh, old Jennifer Lawrence in, in a way that I was like, whoa, whoa, this is, it felt like AI or I, I, I didn't understand why like a major star would agree to like a full on nude scene, but she did. Uh, but the context is pretty hilarious. Listen, she she's to, like, my body's dope. Let's go. Listen, and, and she's great in it. I, I think we talked about um, this in the lead up of being really excited for her, hoping this works because a, it's, it's a non IP piece of feature you know so it's not like based on the stories of the ant-man comics during the 70s and watergate this is just a comedy and we don't get these a lot so i really wanted it to do well and i really wanted her to do well because this seems like such a risk for her to do just a random comedy and she's this huge star and i wanted it to pay off she's incredible in it she's so funny you know is this like the hottest comedy the coolest comedy that's ever come out probably not you know on rotten tomatoes the aggregate is like i think it's 68 critics like 88 audience i think Low 70s is probably where it deserves to be, you know? Uh, it's a tight, freaking tight hour 43, which I love. Thank you, God. I'm so that. happy about that. But it's it's the best comedies lead with the humor, but they sneak in some heart in there. And this one does that uh, as well. Um, but a really great supporting cast. Um, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with some of the writing and some of the directorial choices in Andrew Barth Feldman, who plays Percy, uh, the the guy she's uh, Jennifer Lawrence's opposite. He's really, really compelling in this as well. It's, listen, and my favorite fun fact about him that I saw uh, is that Andrew Barth Feldman, this was the first rated R movie he'd ever seen. Is the wow. one he's in. Yeah. Okay. Good for How him. How cute is that? That's good so cute. Good for him. But yeah, d- there's, um, uh, for me, like the hallmark of a great comedy, 
aren't like the huge vivid set pieces. It's like some of the throwaway stuff that you'll miss if you blink. And this that. movie is full of those of just like moments where you're like, what? And it, it keeps moving. Um, so I think if you, if you like independent movies, not independent movies, just movies that are not like big IP or sequels, yeah. please go watch this movie and support it. So we get more. Like That's it. right. So, um, okay. That is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And before you go, remember anytime you do shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So you purchase your affiliate link for item purchase using that link this week was Jamie. This is a pack of Franklin sports ping pong balls. So these are ping pong balls that they have 4,000 ratings and it's 4.6 stars. People mm-hmm. freaking love these ping pongs. Now, here's what I will say. I read everything about these ping pongs in the about this item. You know, the official size, the durability, high visibility, perfect for practice or competition. But let me tell you what these one star reviews are all about. Freaking do not glow in the dark. And so I don't know what these people anticipated. I don't know if ping pong balls are supposed to organically glow in the dark, but my favorite review came from B. Mason, whose title of the review, this one star review is, they bounce only. Fortunately, I needed ping pong balls. Otherwise, these balls suck on all eight cylinders. I don't know what they mean. And he's Mm. like, maybe my cat can see them at night, but if you're a human, you're in the dark. Oh my gosh! Is this what's the, the what's the need for glow in the dark ping pong balls? Also, I if you're going to criticize them, I'd say these balls suck balls. That's the that's the yeah, it's right there. Know? It's like right Come there. On. All right, you guys, don't forget it is a great time to follow us on social media because we're giving away all summer long every week fun prizes as we're celebrating ten years of the podcast. Also, live stream and in person tickets. Do you want to see Aaron on stage googling live while in Crocs while we have a live show? She'll be there. So again, go to knoxandjamie.com slash live. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>